since we've been here and missed a service here on Wednesday, but we're glad to be back this morning to worship the Lord. We just um, have one request for uh, Sister Holly Kelly. That's Brother Vance's sister-in-law. Her dad passed away, so we remember uh, that family in our prayers this morning that God will just continue to comfort them and be with them. And we'll continue to remember our Brother Ron and Sister Vicki in our prayers this morning. We're just going to keep praying fervently. Until God moves, uh, we believe he's, he will move this morning. If you have something on your heart, if you'll just make that known by an uplifted hand, God sees what our needs are in the service today. He's, he's mindful of each and every one of us today. Brother Johnson, come this morning. You're not, you still got time to change that. Amen. You can be happy to be here this Amen. morning. I mean, of all the places, you know, there's people in hospitals. That's right. There's people in insane asylums. Yeah. There's people in jailhouses. How much weather would they better be here? Yeah. Free. Not just free from this world, but free Amen. from all of their sins. Free yeah. from everything that burdens yeah. that we can worship Him this morning. We ought to be happy this morning. We ought to feel blessed this morning. Amen. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Join our hearts together. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, once again, Lord, we come, Lord, this morning to give you this time, Lord. Lord, we don't give you enough time of our lives, Lord. We allow the enemy to take time and steal it from us. But, Lord, I pray, Lord, that everyone under the sound of my voice this morning can dedicate this next two, three hours to lose everything in their mind, lose everything in their selves, and say, God, this is you. Move for us in this service, Lord. Speak to me this morning, Lord Jesus, Lord. And Lord, we ask you, Lord, to move in a mighty way. We ask you to, Lord, speak down to our souls, Lord. Encourage us, correct us, Lord. Lift us up, 
Let us feel the freedom to raise our hands and say, Praise your name, Lord Jesus. Amen to your word of God, Lord. And Lord, we lift these needs that we have as a group of people, Lord. Your sister Holly, Lord, her father passing, Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with the Kelly family there, Lord. That, Lord, you could strengthen them, Lord. Draw them up close to your bosom. Show them the love they need, Lord, the support they need. Lord, Brother Ron, Lord, Sister Vicki, Lord, you see their needs, Lord. You're still moving, Lord. Each time that the doctor says, not another day, you give them another week. The doctors don't know what to do, but we know you're on the scene, Lord Jesus. Lord, you see every hand that was raised. Lord, this morning you can speak to every need of every heart, Lord. Lord, we ask you to take full control of this service. Touch Brother Mark in a mighty way, Lord. Let him stand here and lead in worship, Lord. And prepare us for the hearing of your word, Lord. Let us worship you. Receive our worship. Lord, bless our pastor, Lord, as he comes. Lord, burdened in his heart, Lord. Late in prayer. Late in study, Lord, to know what to speak to us. Let him speak to the divine articles of my heart, Lord. Let him touch what I have need of. Each one of us. Be with us in your lovely name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And you can have your seats just for a moment. We'll do our reports this morning. I missed being here last Sunday. Thank you for your prayers.
don't lift your hands this morning and praise God. You want to say amen to the word of God? All right, you said it. You heard it, brother. did hear that, by the way, so yeah. I'm expecting you to join us today and help us to worship the Lord. Good to have Brother Randy and Sister Roberta from Michigan Amen. this morning. God bless you. All of our visitors, good to have you this morning in the house of the Lord with us. Amen. Be glad. Oh, once like a bird in prison I dwelt, no freedom from my sorrow. Or no burdens there 
for us to bear. All the people will be singing glory, glory to the Lamb, and everybody will be happy over there. Everybody will be happy. We'll be happy. What you've done for me. Oh, and Jesus, I'll never forget how you said me. Well, Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Oh, and Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. Oh, he's done so much for me. Cannot tell it all. What you've done for me, Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Oh, and Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Oh, and Jesus, I'll never forget, no, never. And in the We have victory. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, all the demons will have to flee. For when 
song quite some time and it just came to me this morning so we're going to try to sing it. If I could count the tears that have fallen it would seem like an ocean to me and if my heart and if my heart were a window you could look through yes
And you know, tears will never stain the streets of that city. If they are, they'll be tears of joy. Amen. Let's sing this one more chorus. Well, I've got one more river to cross. One more mountain to climb. Then I'll be leaving all my troubles behind. sweetheart banquet coming up. It has snuck up on us, and guess what? It is here next weekend, the 11th at 5 p.m. And $50 a couple, if you hadn't paid Sister Deanna, please try to get that to her as soon as you can. All right. Somebody celebrated a birthday this past Thursday. I believe it was Brother Leonard. It's a birthday. Yeah. Let's give Brother Leonard a hand this morning. For his and also, Sister Karen had a birthday yesterday, and my beautiful princess, Kayla, celebrated her birthday. Let's give them a hand this morning for their birthday. hate them as I get older, but I thank the Lord for them, because it sure does beat all the alternatives, doesn't it? Amen. I think uh, Sister Lillian and the girls have got a song for us this morning, so if they want to go ahead and make their way up for us, we'd appreciate that for that.
This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. And this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles.
You may look like you're surrounded, yes. you're surrounded by him this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together as we invite our pastor to deliver this morning what the Lord has laid on his heart for us today. We're looking forward to what God has for us. Many have been washed by the waters of the word, by the waters of separation, not by man's ideas or traditions, but by the word of God. When the light of the seven golden candlesticks shine into the water of separation, the believers are washed by the message. Hallelujah. You believe it? The last light of the age shining through from the holy place into the waters of separation. You can't get into the holy place except through the word of the age. You believe it? When that word of water is all lit up by the revelation, praise God, you can throw your hands up and say, God, I've been washed by the blood. All my past has been forgiven. I don't know how. I don't understand it. I just know that I've asked God to forgive me, Amen. and somehow by His grace, He had mercy upon my life. Yes. Praise the Lord. Good to be in our house of the Lord. Well, I've been praying for you. Amen. I trust you have been for me. Yes. Amen. The brothers come now. Somebody prayed for me. Yes. had me on their mind. This is the tithes, the first fruits you give to the Lord, and He will bless you. Somebody prayed for me. 
They had me on their mind. They took their time and prayed for me. Oh, and I'm so glad they prayed. Yes, I'm so glad they prayed. Oh, I'm so glad they prayed for me. Oh, my mother prayed for me. Oh, she had me on their mind. She took her time and prayed. told Peter, he said, Satan's desire to sift you as wheat, but I pray for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. So happy to be in the house of the Lord with you. Appreciate our musicians, and I want to make a statement before they are seated. Nobody up here is on a retirement program. All right? Nobody, this is the first string here, nobody's retiring. We might have a second and a third and a fourth and a fifth, but first string is irreplaceable. Have I made myself clear? All right. God bless you. You may be seated. Appreciate it. And our song leader. Amen. Irreplaceable. Amen. So praise God. Having said that, after the service, if those that came up for a prayer that's desiring to want to learn how to play an instrument... We have arranged uh, uh, some um, classes for you and such like. So if you would see uh, Brother Abraham back in the choir room, everyone that came up for a prayer had hands laid on them to want to play an instrument. If you would see Brother Abraham there in the choir room. And also, if, uh, if, if you're not driving and uh, you, you're still underage, please, if the parents could also be present, we'll be happy for, um, for that. So they have some instructions in organizing those, um, all those um, details there for you. So uh, we appreciate you. We're going to have everybody playing instruments in this church, having a good time in the house of the Lord and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. The Lord bless you real good. Well, I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going to thunder this morning. Is that all right? Yes. How many like hard preaching? Yes. Amen. A bastard child can't take correction. That's right. But a real child of God is, Lord, whatever you got to do, Lord. That's right. Take the word and just drive it home. Yes. Drive all this dross out of my life. I know we are a people of the open book. You believe it? Yes. And I believe it will take the seven unknown thunders to wake up the bride. You believe it? Yes. She, the rapturing, rapturing, rapturing faith is in them seven thunders. You believe that? And I believe it's waking up a bride to rapturing faith, resurrection faith in these, in these last days. You believe it, my friends? Seven thunders. 
the prophet say, may he give us grace for that translation faith. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. Seven thunders has been revealed. Do you believe that? Yes. It is in the messages when the seals was pulled back. Those seven thunders has given us rapturing faith in this age. Yes. And may he give the bride revelation for that translation faith in this age. How many wants that? Yes. Praise God. May the Holy Spirit. Now, when you walk into this church, you knew that this is a word-based church. Amen. Amen. We recognize our day and its message, and we thank God for that. Revelation chapter 2, verses 1. I'm going to read a couple places again. I'm back still in series. I can't get off this. It seems like the Holy Spirit is just holding me here. Return to your first love, part 7. Let's go now, Revelation. Revelation 2, verse 1. And unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things, say, He that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlestick. Now, this was portrayed back through the Old Testament as we see when God gave Moses the instruction how to uh, build, uh, build the tabernacle in, uh, in the wilderness. And God drew it out to him on Mount Sinai. And he came down and established what God had showed to him and, uh, uh, for, for the tabernacle of, in the wilderness. He said, I know thy works and thy patient, and thy labor rather, and thy patient. And how thou canst not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they're apostles and are not, and hast found them liars. Remember, these here are supposedly to be believers. And this same, this same event uh, occurred in the time of Paul. Remember, there were those who came and were saying things that Paul did not preach. And those, those saints, they held the people of that age to the word. They say, you are not saying what Paul say. Therefore, you are a false apostle. The same repeat in this age. We have been given a word from God through Malachi 4, a word prophet. And these believers here are repeating the same thing in the last age. So you're not saying what the messenger is saying. Therefore, you're a liar. And I say in this age, if... Uh, whether it be clergy or laity or whoever it is, is in saying what God has said in this age, then they're saying something else. Yes. And this is what they were saying. They held the apostles and they call them liars because they found them liars. And as born and has patience and for my name's sake, as labored and as not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. It is so easy. It is so easy to slip away from that warmth of God's presence. It is so easy to allow so many things to pull us away from the presence of God. These were real believers, I believe. I believe they were zealous people that stood for the message of Paul, the first age message. Paul was... The first messenger to the Ephesus church. 
and they stood faithfully for the word, but somehow they allow some things to slip in. And he said, but nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. And he said, remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. And then in Matthew, we've been reading these key scriptures. Matthew chapter uh, 24, verses 12. Verses 11 actually said, Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So it's a time that we live, friends, when we're seeing a lot of things that's taking place. But we just want the Holy Spirit to keep us in His presence and bring us to the place of perfection. I believe that's why we're here today, is to come to a place of perfection in our lives. And I say this, that perfection does not come through our flesh, but it comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. Do you believe that? The blood of Jesus Christ is who perfects uh, the church. Let's bow our heads. by our heads and pray for a moment. Our Heavenly Father, we just want to, to know how grateful we are for your amazing grace in our lives. Lord, none of us are worthy today, but you have made us worthy through your word. Our worthiness does not come in ourselves, but because your grace has allowed us to accept the end time gospel, and that's why we're here today, Lord. We just ask that you will just come into our midst this morning and uh, take preeminence, move upon the heart of each son and daughter of God and bring us into that place that you so desire us to be today. Have your way among us, Father, we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and the church says, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And I want to continue on on this um, thought that I've been on for a little while since the fall of last year. I can't seem to get off of it, but, uh, you know, there's just no end to God's Word. There's just no end. Uh, some may say there's an end, but there's not an end. It's, it's just a period. See, uh, a, a comma, rather. There's, no, there's no, there, no end to it, no period to it, just a little just a little pause, and the word just keeps eliminating. Yes. You know, today we don't have uh, any more revelation than what God has already brought to us in this age. We just have more illumination of the same revelation. Right. And we're not looking for new light and new revelation because the entire mysteries of God has been fulfilled. They have been revealed in this age I believe the last thing that is left is for the rapture of the church, and that comes by rapturing faith. I believe that rapturing faith is laying in the messages from the Son of Man in this age. And we're not feeding on anything else but on the unfailing body word of the Son of Man. You realize that? 
A man's word will fail, but God's word can never fail us. We have been given a word in this age that will rapture us the same as Abraham was given a word by Elohim. Now, not all the people in that age was changed, but Abraham and Sarah had a body change. They had a body change because they had a body changing message. Nobody down in Sodom had a change, but those outside of Sodom had a body change. You realize that? Now, Elohim did not go to Sodom. He came outside of Sodom. The, the ministries of that time, the evangelistic ministries, went into Sodom, which we understand was the two investigating angels. But Elohim himself came to the Abrahamic group. And I'm glad this morning that we're part of that group. We're, 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 not, uh, we're not a part of Sodom. We're living on the outside of Sodom and we see all the ways of Sodom before our eyes. We're witnessing many things that the culture and society is developing in the world of Sodom itself. And as a result of that, we are seeing the effect of these things uh, spilling over into our churches uh, and uh, into the lives of many people today. And as a result of this, I believe that God has given us something that is greater than what they received down in Sodom. Remember what they received in Sodom was a message of repentance. What Billy Graham, R. Roberts, and some of the brethren was preaching was a message of repentance. But what Abraham brought to the church, or Elohim brought to the Abrahamic group, was a message that will rapture us out, out of this world itself. It is a rapture message. It is a message not just of repentance, but a message of the remission of sin and also that brings us back to our true identity of theophany bodies. Now, we left off back in December where we understand, and I'm setting up the message for you to understand that even though we are people that is outside of Sodom and Gomorrah, we are witnessing the effect of the practice of what went on in Sodom all around us. A lot of perversion, a lot of deception and, uh, and, and, and corruption in uh, what happened in Sodom. I believe any true minister of God that is called of God in this age will cry out against the flood and the tides of the Sodomites in this age. So we're witnessing these things as we know it and where the secular society and culture is weakening our senses through Hollywood and social media. I read an article from uh, uh, just Fox News uh, just a few days ago. came up on my phone, and uh, I believe both Democrats and uh, Republicans, it makes no difference 
uh, what party you are, has agreed that, that TikTok and some of these social media platforms is, is destroying the minds of the American youth. And they're trying to put a, ba- a bill uh, into place to ban children 16 and under from being on uh, social media. Because they're experiencing a tidal wave of a, a, a mental, a mental illness in our nation. But did not our prophet tell us that that the eye is the gate to the soul, and television is causing a mental deficiency in the life of our young generation. You see, Brother Branham had already seen these things coming in this age. But these are people out there in our society that are starting to feel the effect and the power of these ambitions of Satan out there upon our young generation. I read that and I thought, the writer says... This is not neither Democrat nor nor Republican. Even our president, Joe Biden, said that we have got to put a stop to this tidal wave that is corrupting and affecting the mental health of our young people. And friends, I'm saying to the church of God that even though we are the bride and we are under a Elohim message, we we still are living... Uh, in and around uh, the Sodomites in this age. And as people of God, we have to pull the cover of God's word over us. We have been given an absolute, what an absolute message that will cancel out the practices of the Sodomites in our society. We understand, we see how the enemy is coming to try to to dull the, the mind of, uh, of people in the saints through Hollywood and, and social media and all these different things which has led to a general sense of spiritual disorientation uh, in the lives of people. I believe, friends, the battle that we are facing and the sicknesses that we are dealing with it's not so much, eventually it leads to that, but it is a mental battle in this age. It is a mental battle that, that we're dealing with. And as a result of that, when the human mind has been so bombarded by the warfare of Satan in the mind, it affects the nervous system. That even the doctors don't understand and can't even label. They can't even find names for the diseases that are starting to reproduce from our bodies. But friends, it is a mental battle in this age. It is the greatest battle that's ever fought. And we're seeing it in this generation. We're seeing such a spiritual disorientation. That people are just uh, spiritually disoriented and their minds are, are just become affected by things. They can go to the doctor and the doctor can't find one thing that's wrong with them. Yet they'll give you a list of all the symptoms they feel in their bodies. 
It's a sign of spiritual disorientation in this age. You see, leaving the church with challenges in the area of moral discernments in this age. We need spiritual moral discernment. Can you say amen? We need to lay down the principles and orders of God again in our home and our churches. Otherwise, we'll lose an entire generation to the sodomites out there. They're trying to pervert the minds of our young people. What do you think happened down in Babylon when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel was caught in the captivity for 70 years down in Babylon. What was it that King Nebuchadnezzar was trying to do to these children of God by feeding them their foods? And uh, three times a day, they tried to introduce the king's meats to these young people. What was they doing? Breaking down the mind of those Young people in that that age trying to get them to be accustomed to the ways of the Babylonians. But thank God, hallelujah, there were some believers that refused to eat the king's meats. That will not bow or bend to the way of that corrupt society. But raise up and say, we will not bow down to such culture. I believe there's people in this age that will not bow down to the culture and practice of the sodomites. We cannot allow secular society to reduce our families to the mindset of their culture. You see, today, society is shaping our young people into perverted minds. Yes, they are. They're they're shaping a generation into perverted minds. And our young, our youths are facing serious temptations with the practices of sodomy. We're fighting these problems or not outside of the church. I'm going to thunder this morning whether you say amen or not. I'm going to preach the truth anyhow. And I'll tell you, friends, I'm here to let you know that we're facing the same problems in our churches that the world is facing. Simply because we have had, we've had, Satan has had an entrance into us. Yes, he has found the, the hole and is penetrating into the churches. Yes, many young people are dealing with serious temptations of the practice of sodomy. It's it's a spirit in the age, and it's not a spirit that we should uh, just uh, take lightly. This spirit is a spirit that God hated. And the Bible said he destroyed an entire uh, city over the spirit. Turned Sodom and Gomorrah upside down and burned it to ashes over the sin of sodomy. You see, God hates the sin of a natural affection. And this is the act of lesbianism and homosexuality that many of the young people in the message are toying with the spirits. 
It is the devil that has infiltrated the church. The, the spirit of sodomy is not of God. I'm just going to preach anyhow. You can sit there and be pious all you want to and say, oh, we don't have that problem. Oh, that's for the world. It's in the church now. It's in the churches now. Pastors across the nation are counseling young, young women who have a desire to be with another young woman and not with a man. Dealing with young men who have a desire for another man instead of a woman. The spirit of sodomy has crept in to the churches. Don't tell me I know exactly where I stand. The spirit of unnatural affection. Then, then Timothy spoke about it and said in the last days, amen, uh, people will seemingly uh, move away from the faith. Amen. Unthankful. Unholy. Without natural affection. Are we not seeing that in the churches? Have you ever seen an age like this? I've never seen a time of such ungratefulness at this age. You can help somebody. You can, you can do something for them and never thank you. Never thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. They expect it. It's the age that we live in. But there's a people, hallelujah, out of this age that will cling to the holy standard of God. And I believe God's going to bless the bride in this generation. I say to you mothers and you fathers, it's time to take your young daughters and your young son aside and begin to talk man to man and women to women with them. You need to understand what's going on down on the inside of their hearts. And you need to tell them uh, what the word of God has said about marriage and about courtship and about who you give your affection to. I don't care what the movie world is saying. I don't care how much the preachers are saying. It's all right. Come as you are and come as you want to be. No, that's what God says. When you come under the jurisdiction of God's word, it changes you. From glory to glory, he's changing me. He's changing me. You allow all these lesbianism sceneries in your time of entertainment and homosexuality. Your mind is going to become corrupt. You'll be like the world saying, oh, they're good people. Uh, it's okay. Something They were born that way. Born that way. My foot, God made a man to be a man and a woman to be a woman. Come on, somebody. Help me preach in this house. Hallelujah. Oh, they were born this way. No, they got a devil on them. They need that devil cast off. Praise God. They're talking about taking all the people that are conservative and sending them to Alaska. They ought to take all the perverts and send them over there. I'm just going to preach anyhow. Amen. Praise God. You don't like this kind of preaching? Brother, I'll tell you what. This is the kind of preaching that will make us ready for the rapture. Boys are boys. Girls are girls. Boys don't date boys. Girls don't date girls. Girls don't kiss girls. Boys don't kiss boys. Hello, somebody. Help me preach in the house. 
Come on, let me, let me tell you something. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Hallelujah in the house anyhow. Amen. But Satan is perverted. Satan is perverted. The minds of people. And by the way, that's why I have my own platform. YouTube can't turn me off now. This is Jesus too. Hello, somebody. Amen. This is Jesus too. And if they're tuning in, it ain't my fault. Hello. You love him this morning. Praise God. Y'all wanted me to preach. I'm preaching. I'm going to tell you the truth. May not like it. But it's still the truth. God hates the sin of a natural affection. Believe that. Hallelujah. 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 If you, if your son or your daughter is telling you things like they, they feel some kind of love or some kind of desire for the same sex, you bring them in my office. Amen. And if you agree with me, amen, I'll pray that devil off their lives. Amen. Because it's nothing but perversion. You understand what I'm saying? Secular society has promoted their ungodly lifestyle. Praise God. You don't have to accept it. Praise God. Joel, you wouldn't marry a, 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 a guy, would you? Never. Hey. 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 Can you come up here? Stand up here just for a moment. See how beautiful she is? You will never kiss a, a woman, would you? Another girl? Thank you. Listen. Praise God. You say, oh, come on, Brother Joseph. We know all that. Well, just in case. Just in case. I've got to tell you what I believe. And where we stand with God's word in this age. So much so as we see it that secular society is promoting ungodly lifestyle. So much so that uh, there are disgusting attitudes and uh, mentalities as uh, infiltrated uh, our churches. Oh, I, we don't even talk about that in the pulpits. Just like I heard Brother Bram in the message, uh, uh, Revelation chapter 4, part 3, uh, they're telling him that we don't believe in saying hell from the pulpit. Come on. Isn't that a quote? Hell is hell. Some people's going to heaven, some people's going to hell. That's flat. You better make sure you're on the right side. People want to sugarcoat this thing and tell you it's all right, you know. Brother, there's some going to hell and some going to the rapture. Hell was created for the devil and his angels. But there's a heaven, praise God. Secularization in God's church has caused a disorientation in holy standards. Let me say this. And hear me clearly this morning that holiness is not a phrase or a figure of speech. It is a way of life. You believe it? It is a way of life. You believe that? 
Hallelujah. You know, we have these terminologies we use, and half the time we don't even know what they mean. Well, let me tell you what holiness is. It's a way of life. It's when you get up in the morning and your feet touch the ground that there's so much power of God in your life that devil's going to run it. You believe it? You see, Satan is dehumanizing families through the constant tide of secular society which is swept into our homes and churches. That's the truth, friends. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the gays are welcome. Amen. But when they get here, amen, I believe there's enough power of God in this church to change them. They're welcome to come. All the homosexuals can come. All they want you. And all the lesbians can come. All they want you. But they ain't going to say the same. I can tell you that. They ain't going to practice in this church. What's going to be practiced is righteousness and holiness unto the Lord. So we're witnessing masses of people of a total unreasonable moral behavior. It's certainly unreasonable. You can't already go into restaurants anymore, amen, without you seeing it everywhere. That's right. It's all over the place. They're trying to turn the entire America. It's already Sodom. Soon it's going to be Gomorrah. Right. It'll be Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. You realize that Gomorrah was another city that was more vile and wicked than Sodom? We hear about Sodom all the time, but we're working towards Gomorrah. There were gross, uh, gross sin and uh, corruption that was practiced in that neighboring twin city of Sodom and Gomorrah. You believe it? What a day we're living in. It's Satan's ambition to bend and shape the minds of God's people into reprobate minds. Satan is trying to take the young people and mothers and fathers to become reprobates. That's right. What we have in America is reprobates. People who want wrong over rights. They will accept wrong over rights. They don't want what is right. They'll tell you they will rather have the wrong. What a day we're living in. And God is calling for some Daniels to rise on the scene in this age. You believe it? God is calling for some young Daniels to rise on the scene in this age. I'm not in a hurry. You might be, but I'm not. I'm going to take my time and lay the word down this morning. You hear what I said? God is calling for some Daniels to rise on the scene. And though he lived in Babylon, he had not allowed the spirit of Babylon to live inside of him. Hallelujah. You believe it, friends? Yes, we may be living in Babylon, but friends, you better be certain and make sure that Babylon isn't living on the inside of you. And you can justify with good reasons all the perversion that's out there. But brother, when you wake up in the morning, you have to know between you and God, someday, amen, the truth will come out. 
You believe it? Yes. Society and culture has replaced the love of God in this age. We've seen the spirit of perversion and rebellion taking over our nation. Look, this isn't just started back in the 60s and the 70s. That demon just landed in, aiming through the Beatles and uh, Elvis Presley and some of these men. Amen. Satan uh, inoculated them with his addition and they took to the streets. Yes. Uh, smoking marijuana and pot and all these things and the hippie age and all of that. Uh, ushering the spirit of rebellion in this age. Yes. And look what it's conceived. Perversion. Now it went beyond just smoking weed and pots into such a corrupt, uh, awful thing in the sight of God. And it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. I read the other day some woman out in, in England married our dog. Y'all are quiet. It's the truth. She married our dog. They said she was some very intelligent woman and some headmaster of some school or something like that. I say Satan hijacked her mind. I wonder in this age how many minds has been hijacked by the devil. You better make sure Satan don't hijack your mind to get you sinking like the Sodomites. Marrying a dog. What next? only going to continue to become even more corrupt. Yeah. Hallelujah. I think it was Paul spoke about it there in that in first and second Timothy. He spoke about how they worship the four-legged beasts and inconceivable imagery and all these things in this age. The spirit of cult has been let loose in the churches. That they're bowing to disgusting, ungodly idols in this age. I said in the last service, you need to make Jesus your idol. Forget about all the American idols and everything else. They don't know idols. Amen. Uh, Jesus Christ is the only potentate. He's the only one that we bow to. Everything else, uh, amen, has to go. Amen. Jesus is the only one that we bow to. You believe it? You see, in every attribute, ancient Laosia is found reborn in the 20th century Laosian age. Friends, let me say this. We are in Laosia, but we're not of Laosia. You understand that? The same as our soul is in our body. Yet our soul is not of the body. It's of another world. So are Christians in this world. But we're not of this world. Someday it's going to take a flight. Some morning between 6 and 9. Your body's going to take a flight. In a rapture translation. Are you looking for it? 
we're seeing that this Laosian spirit is reborn in the 20th century age, an age where it is so deceiving. It's the shock age, you understand. You understand how the word has traveled. And how it went and across the English Channel into Germany and then over into the United States through Luther Wesley, the Azusa tree, the restoration of the gifts. But the shock is not the seed. Because the seed shall not be heir with the shock. The shock and the seed are not the same. Because the seed has pulled away from the shock. Are you following me now? Hallelujah. Praise God. You see how the gospel has traveled. Hear me back out in the, in the, in the west now. Going back east. Amen. Praise God. Not to, not to China. Not to uh, Japan. But back to Jerusalem. Our new Jerusalem. Our new body changed. John saw the new Jerusalem. He saw the change of the bride in this age. Are you staying with me this morning? You believe it? Hallelujah. What an age. Amen. This age is the shock age. Don't get caught in the shock. It looks just like the grain. It looks just like the harvest. But the life isn't there. The life passed through it. Just like the bride in this age. She's passing through Sodom. She's passing through Gomorrah. She's passing through Laosia. It's a rapture. You believe it? Hallelujah. Do you love him this morning? Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. The stock tassel shock types three women, Hagar, Sarah, and Mary. The first, uh, the first two, the seed came by a sex act. Amen. The third through Mary, the virgin, by spoken words. Amen. By spoken word. Praise God. But you understand that the seed did not remain in the shock. Hallelujah. The seed will come back up in the resurrection. Are you part of that resurrection? Are you part of that word, bride? Are you part of the rapture of the church? Hallelujah. You believe it? You believe it this morning? Hallelujah. What's bringing it on? It's harvest time. It's grain time. It's seed time. The seed was outside of Sodom. That's why it could bring forth a body change. There was no body change going on in Sodom but perversion. Homosexuality. Transgender. Look at the perversion. This was happening in Sodom. But what was happening outside of Sodom? Elohim's message. Elohim's message. Was bringing about a change. Rapturing faith. Begin to work in Abraham's heart. You believe the church? You see the perversion? They were having change. 
but it was by the natural corruption of the mind. Man wanted to be a woman, and woman wanted to be a man. But outside of Sodom, hallelujah, Abraham didn't become a woman, but he became a, a young man in his new theophany. You believe it? And so did Sarah. And through this transformation, she was able to have a baby through the union of a man and a woman. But in a promotion in Sodom, there's no reproduction. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me this morning? It came through a surgery. But by spoken words, it produced the bride again. Hallelujah. Oh, the real seed. The real seed. You know what brought that? As the message came through, Luther, Stock, Wesley, Tassel, Pentecost, the shock. Amen. Mary was not the seed. She was only the carrier of the seeds. You believe this? The church is not the seeds. She has the seed. And it looks so real. Matthew 24, 24, it'll deceive the very elected if it was possible. I'll tell you something, the elect can never be deceived. You cannot deceive the elect. Hallelujah. You can't deceive the elect. She knows her husband, Jesus Christ. You believe it? But the harvest time, right here at the end where the shock was housing the seed. It's where the deception is. Because the real mystery is hid inside of the shock. You believe it? The shock is not the seed. But it house the wheat and the grain. It's harvest time. Hallelujah. Amen. Holding the seed. Praise God. Praise God. Holding the seed until... Until First uh, Thessalonians 4, 16. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What did it say? Amen. For God himself shall descend from heaven. With a shout. With a voice. And with a trump in this age. That's the ripen the seed of God in this generation. Who descended? The Lord himself. Oh, church. Hallelujah. I feel like shouting this morning. Not an angel. Not a, uh, not a reformer. Amen. The Lord himself descended from heaven. What a shout. What was the shout? The message. The message to collect that seed out of the shock. Hallelujah. We are not shot. We are seen by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Oh, I don't want to say anything about people. People are good Christians. They're, they're just really nice people. I'm not saying anything about anybody. You just know that you're seed. You just know that you're seed. Hallelujah. And if you're seed, you're under the shouts. It's the message, the rapture, seven unknown thunders that wake up the bride. Can you believe it? How many are under the shouts? Why did you come to this church, this message? 
because we recognize our day and its message. Why did you come here? Not to hear me, but to hear that message preached to you. The shouts. Praise God. You believe it? You believe the word, friends. You believe Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 did not pertain to the shock. Come on now. Praise God. The restoration of the gift did not produce rapturing faith. Are you with me this morning? But with the restoration, hallelujah, with the restoration of the gift came what? The restoration of the words. We believe in the gifts, but the word is the giver of the gifts. And we've got both gifts and giver under a shout message. Hallelujah. Let Let anybody talk you out from this. This message and this word. Call it a man. Call it a man follower. Try to figure out all the mistakes that he made and all these things. You better be careful. You better be careful. Amen. If he wasn't the shouts and the voice and the trump who was. Come on church. Vindicated by God. Somebody has to hold that position. Amen. And we're living at the end time. There'll never rise another on the scene. Hallelujah. Thoroughly vindicated by God. Of a rapture message. A capstone message. Seven angels in a consolation. Amen. Capping off the bride in this age. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Then lay your life on it. Don't argue it. Don't dispute it. Don't reason with it. Say, Lord, I believe it. Bear it unto me according to thy word. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you love it, friends? First Thessalonians 4 16 is for the bride. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven, first with a shout, with a voice, and with the trump of God. The shout is the message. The voice is Malachi 4 and 5. And the trump, amen, is the seven seals calling the bride to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Are you with me? Somebody shout amen this morning. I'm telling you, it's calling the bride to the feast of the trumpets. What seven trumpets are. The feast of the seven trumpets are to the Jews is what the seven seals are to the bride. And the trumpet has been sounded. And when the trumpet sounds, it means liberation. It means your sickness is about to leave you. Your heartaches is going to leave you. Your disappointments will leave you. Hallelujah. You'll drop this veil of flesh and step into a brand new body. Goodbye, world. Goodbye. Don't you weep for me when I'm gone. Hallelujah. You believe it, church? Hallelujah. Amen. This isn't foreign language. This is Bible. 
Amen. This is Bible. Hallelujah. Paul said, me or an angel from heaven come and preach anything else that I've already been preached. Let him be a curse. In other words, Paul, Paul is saying, after the revelation is given, if I change it, then let me be a curse. But praise God, we have the words back in its fullness, just like it was given in the days, hallelujah, of Paul, in the days of the true Pentecostal church. We have the word like it was given, and we earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to us. Hallelujah, praise God. Don't dispute it. Don't talk about it. Don't argue with it. Don't reason with it. Because your human minds cannot, amen, process, amen, some of these things that are out there. But I tell you, if you have the mind of God, hallelujah, you'll stay with the words. Believe that? All these people saying they're leaving the message, it's just a good little pull to backslide. You're going to hate me after today, but I'm telling you the truth. They always want to backslide in their hearts. And same as many of you sitting here today. If you don't get that backsliding spirit out of your heart, you'll be just like them out there cursing this message. I know, I know, I know I'm rough this morning, but it's the truth. If you have any speck of doubt about Malachi 4 and 5, you need to come let me lay hands on you and cast that devil of doubt out of your your lives. Join all the Facebooker and all the Instagrammers and everybody else who want to sit in their dark room and can't face anybody and shoot arrows at the south of this age. Praise God. And none of you are excluded from it. There's some of you sitting here. You're not excluded from it. I'm not excluded from it. I've got to guard my heart and lay in that S-O-N. Hallelujah. Until I'm ripened into the very image of Jesus Christ. You believe it? This is Son of Man message. This isn't reformers. This is a prophetic message. It's not for everybody. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's a new fact to backslide. Yeah, it's a new loophole to backslide. Hallelujah. When you get tired and you can't run anymore, you get disgusted. And the worldliness of Sodom has caught your eyes. It's an easy thing to say. You don't believe the message anymore. It's a good cover-up to hide behind. Because the idiots out there that wrote all that trash was never born again. Praise God. Guard your hearts, young people. Guard it with all your heart, all your might. And young men, don't you get on those dirty websites that talk about this message. I'm telling y'all, in the name of Jesus Christ, it's a spirit of sedation that'll get a hold of your hearts. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're backslidden and you're cold with God, be honest enough to say, you know what? I'm not where I need to be with God. Somebody pray for me. Somebody pray for me. This isn't a spirit you toy with. You don't play with the spirits in the last age. Didn't Jesus say in the last day that the spirits will raise up in this age? How Satan will come in unawares amongst us. Come on now. Wolves in sheep clothing. 
saying they believe the message. Brother, if you're seed of God, you'll see through it. So, oh God, have mercy upon me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Guard me. Protect me. I'm proud of all of our young people this morning. Look at them in the front. These young ladies. These young men listening to me. Because they're the future of tomorrow. One of these here, if time progress in God's eyes, uh, 50 years is nothing. I'll be off the scene. One of them will pastor this church. Some of these girls are going to be one of them. Going to be your pastor's wife, deacons and trustees. I have to tell them the truth. You believe it? Are you with me this morning? Come on, church. Let's have church this morning. What kind of generation will we have if we don't point them to the word? Hallelujah. Point them to the word. Run like you never run before. You start feeling any doubt inside of you of what you've been raised up in. And you know that's the truth. And you see Satan coming. Run to the altar as quick as you can. Have some men of God lay their hands upon you and run them devils off. Because before Satan tells you that this message is a phony, it's a bogus, it's, a, it's not real. Uh, you know what, what he's going to tell you next? That God's not real. That's right. There's no such thing as God. What we're seeing turning out, cranking out in the message churches is not just people as denying the message, but agnostics and atheists and all these things. Satan will take you down the road. Guard your minds. Stay under the shout of the saints. The shout has woke up the bride in this generation. How many feel woken up by the words? Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's some people in this age, they're not perfect. They're just forgiven. They haven't yet arrived, but they're on their way. They still have mistakes. They still have shortcomings. God had a Moses. He made mistakes. A Samson. He made mistakes. A Noah. He messed up. A David. He sinned. But nonetheless, there was a seed of God on the inside. You believe it? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. May God give us grace. Amen. To stand in this age. And receive the engrafted word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We are not under anything else. If you're looking for a good message. Just of salvation. Brother that's good. But once you get salvation. Go on to receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And don't stop there. Go on to receiving the Holy Ghost himself. You believe it? Justification make way for sanctification. Sanctification makes ways for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Ghost makes way for the Holy Ghost itself to come down in the grave. Hallelujah. As he come down in your lives this morning. As he come down in the grain this morning. Hallelujah. Are you grain? Or are you shock? You know what they do with shock? Burn it. How many remember when you used to shock corn? Yes. 
looks good on the outside. That's what I'm doing this morning. I'm shucking some corn. Hey, when you pull back the shuck, it looks so good and nice, and you pull it back, and you keep pulling back, and sometimes it takes a while before you see some golden grain. Oh, I'm preaching to the golden grain this morning. I'm pulling back the shuck, but there's some grain in this church. Hallelujah. You believe it? The life went back to its original stage. Hallelujah. There's a bride that's going back to her original stage. Back part of the mind of God. You are thoughts. Now you're expressed. Now you're going back to your glorified bodies. You believe it? Do you know there's another you somewhere else? This is why you're never happy here. With this you. This is not the real you. This real you, you have to try to prop it up, make it up, Botox it up, pump it up. It ain't the you. The real you is your glorified body. You believe it? You don't believe me? Quit taking a shower. That's right. Your body, your body's dying. Sorry to tell you that, but your body's dying. Every time you shower, you shower a little bit of you off. Because that body is corrupted. But that glorified body, hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. Some morning, we're going to rise up out of this best house. Glory. It's a brand new body. That God has for us. You believe it? That's that seed on the inside of you. That seed of God that's there. That's pushing out of this corruption. That's desiring more of the word. And less of the world. That's saying, Lord, I love you. I love you more than anything else. I love you more my job. I love you more than ambition. I love you more than career. I love you more than wealth and riches. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. I want to be more like you. I want to serve you. I want to live for you. I want to be prepared for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe it? You believe it? Amen. What a world that we're living in. Laosian church age, I read this. The city was rich, endowed by wealth, wealth, uh, the wealthy. It was full of culture, signs uh, abounded. I would like today, the churches are rich. The worship is beautiful and formal. Walk in most message churches today so formal. Somebody scream in the back of the church, Hallelujah and praise God. You know what they call you? Pentecost. They got it right. Amen. But not denomination Pentecost. The restoration of the real Pentecost. You believe it? The worship is beautiful and formal, but cold and dead. Culture and education have taken a place of the spirit-given word. And faith has been superseded by science so that man is a victim of materialism. 
the church tell you, the world tell you that you don't need faith. All you got to do is get a career, get more education, be scientific. They can prove everything through science. Well, let them prove how in the world that a cow eat green grass and have white milk. Why can't they make a blade of grass? They can't do it. But yet they try to tell you that you through science and civilization will produce, amen, what you need. What I need is faith in God. What I need is faith in God. And science can't give that to me. The church can't give that to me. But God can. You believe it? God can. And it comes through the spoken word of God in this age. Hallelujah. Isn't that the truth? Oh, I believe in medicine. I believe in going to doctors. But at the end of the day, my fate looks up to thee. Thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine. Hallelujah. Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Amen. He's my rock and my safe. Hallelujah. And all other grounds are sinking sand. Said faith has been superseded by science. Watch this now. Can you put it back up? Faith has been superseded by science so that man is a victim of materialism. This is what they're teaching philosophy, higher education to our young people in colleges, telling them that they were born uh, through the lineage of a monkey. Anybody in their right sense will tell you that that's just a bunch of baloney. Come on, church. My ancestry don't go back to an animal. It goes back to God. Hello. My ancestry goes back to the gene of God. You believe that? Come on, church. Hallelujah. The Big Bang Theory. All these kind of theories, they're trying to tell you that you don't need faith in God. Listen, don't get blindsided by the world, friends. Don't let the devil take away your faith in Almighty God. At the end of the day, your faith is in Jesus Christ. You go to the doctor, you do what they say, you take their medicine, but you look up. The Lord, if you don't heal me, nobody can. Lord, if you don't touch me, nobody can. Lord, if you don't do something supernatural, nobody can. Come on, church. Nobody else can. Nobody will do me like Jesus. Come on, church. Nobody will do me like Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at my Jesus. Amen. When the miracle happened, send somebody a text and say, look at my Jesus. He comes through again. And he, if he acted like this one time, he'll do it again. How many believe such? Amen. Nobody will do you like Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't that what they've done to the world today? Hallelujah. Isn't that what they've done with our generation? Through their college and their universities? Listen, friends, and I'm not against that. I believe in those things. That's fine. But they had their place. Why do, you t- why do you think Lot's two daughters turned out the way they did? They were in Sodom. 
going to the university and colleges that was teaching them uh, psychology and, and all these things. Amen. The way over God to train their mind in the way of science. This is why they couldn't have faith to have husbands. Hello. Practice sodomy in amongst them. Isn't that true? Yeah, they did. They knew a better way. Amen. They went down there and science corrupted their mind to a place to where they were not even sane anymore. That they raped their own father. I'm just going to be flat with you this morning. This is what science will do to your church. But praise God, there's a people in this age that believe in Jesus Christ. You believe it? Look it up. Do the history of it. What was Lot's daughters doing down in Sodom? They were learning the scientific culture of that age. And the scientific culture taught them that it was okay for them to be with another woman. That even when the angels came to the door, amen, watch this friends, amen, and they presented men to those women that did not want the men. They prefer to have women because this is what science has sought them in their scientific culture. I praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God. How many are in college today? How many we got in college? Nobody in college? We got one, two. How many more? Praise the Lord. Thank God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know the truth now. Amen. You know the truth now. We will not bow down to the way of today's culture and society. Amen. They're telling them there's no God. Amen. Teaching the young people that it's okay. Amen. At this age now, to get an injection to help their hormones decide what they're going to want to be. God already decided what you wanted to be. Praise the Lord. Such idiots in this age. You tell me if they're not reprobates. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Yes. Reprobates. Yes. Praise God. Amen. Tell the young little children, don't, don't, don't. What do you want to be? What do you mean what you want to be? You're already what you are. Right. Come on. Right. Praise God. Amen. Don't say if you're a man or you're a woman. But then go in the bathroom and check your gender. Right. Come, on. Come on, church. Yes. You are what God has made you to be. But science has superseded the faith of the people. But I'm getting, I'm getting too close. I'm getting too close. But praise God in this age, they can supersede rapturing faith. Hallelujah. They can supersede rapturing faith. Because the shout has produced rapturing faith in this age. Let's all stand to feet. Hallelujah. Science can supersede the shout in the saints. Believe it. Amen. Faith, their faith has been superseded by science so that man is a victim of materialism. But there's another faith. It's called rapturing faith. Amen. Of science, civilization, culture, amen, education can never supersede that. It's the seed of the bride in this last age. Oh, yeah, science will crumble every man made faith. 
It'll crumble every church with man-made dogmas. It'll crumble every human faith, but it'll never crumble the faith of this message. Hallelujah. What are we earnestly contending for? Rapturing faith. What should the church be praying for? Rapturing faith. That's the faith that science and culture and sodomy and perversion cannot affect in this generation. Pray God give you rapturing faith in this age. Are you praying that way? Give the Lord a good round of praise. Hallelujah. You love him. You appreciate him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of you are pulling this morning. I didn't touch maybe page two of my notes. But praise God anyhow. Dear love Jesus. Can you sing me a good Holy Ghost Pentecostal seat song? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Dear love Jesus. What kind of faith do you have? Come on. What kind of faith do you have, church? Rapturing faith. Let me hear you shout it out again. What kind of faith do you have? Say it again. Say it again. Hallelujah. And it comes through the shout of this age. No wonder they're attacking this message. Hallelujah. They're trying to kill the scene again. But it can't die. They try to kill it in Abraham. Try to kill it through the patriarchs. Try to kill it through the church ages. Try to kill it through the Jews. Try to kill it through Jesus Christ. But resurrection power was on the inside. So is resurrection power in the church again. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, I told all my troubles goodbye. Goodbye to his tears and desire. This world where I roam cannot be my home. I'm bound for a land in the sky. Well, I walk and I talk with my Lord. And I feast every day on his word. Oh, and heaven is near. Friends, I can't stay here. Goodbye. Goodbye, world. Goodbye, Sodom. Now don't you weep for me when I'm gone. Because I won't have to leave here alone. And when I hear that loud trumpet sound, all these old feet, they won't stay. Tomorrow! 
of God. How do you believe it? Are you going to the wedding supper of the Lamb? It's not for everybody. How many has got an invitation? Remember the man having a wedding? He sent out the invitation. Amen. And only those that have the invitation came. And there was a man came in that didn't have an invitation. And he said, uh, sir, how did you get in here? Probably through some back door, side door. Amen. But he didn't have a, an invitation. What did they tell him? Bind him hand and foot and cast him. That's the foolish virgins. Out into outer darkness. But praise God, there's a church. Hallelujah. That's got an invitation to the rapture in this age. Are you coming to the rapture? You can help it. But one day somebody knocked on your door. The Holy Ghost did. And he handed you an invitation. Hallelujah. 
and when two omnipotent meet, miraculous began to happen. Come on, church. Because God was working on both sides. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Are you going in this rapture? Praise the Lord Jesus. God bless you. I love you with the love of the Lord. I'm so happy to have my mom-in-law, Sister Marie, here this morning with me. Hallelujah. You know, she and I, we, we fellowship and we cut up all morning. I told him I'm going to pull a long-winded sermon on you today. And he said, I know what you preachers do. You preach and then at the end, you finish out the sermon. When everybody's standing. She got my number. So good to have her. I have only one set of parents left in this life. And that's my mom-in-law. My dad's gone. My mom's gone. My dad-in-law is gone. I just have my mom-in-law. Thank God that she loved this message. Good to have her with us. I love her even more because she loved this message. Don't you love Jesus? Amen. God bless you. Appreciate you. For those of you online, if you want to hear some more hard Holy Ghost preaching, tune back in Wednesday night. I'll be back on the family cutting weeds. Amen. Amen. Is that all right? You like this preaching? Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads.